So I've been waking up at like stupid 30. Oh, I hate that. And I can't get back to sleep, and I have no reason to be up at stupid 30. Uh, I'm telling you, being old blows. Be, you know what? And I, and I, I absolutely agree with you. And no one understands this. And I try to explain this to younger people, too. But I, I hear you on the insomnia and waking up at stupid hours. And dogs barking do not help at stupid hours also. Uh, but, hey, at least I have my voice back. So there's that. That's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good Thank job. Are you feeling it. better? I am. Okay. And I'll get to that in just a second. Coming right up. We'll find out how good Bill's feeling these days. Coming up on The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Make sure you click on thewatchlistpod.com and, and, oh my God, I get my place back but my brain goes away make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts to catch up on all of our back episodes click on the watchlistpod.com you can also contact us via the watchlistpod.com and hit that contact us button or engage with us on social media at symbol pirate alice at symbol bill ivory larson at symbol the watchlist pod and if you just happen to listen on apple please give us a five-star review pretty pleased with sugar on top I feel a world better than the last time you heard me. Amazing. And I and and I have to thank God for that because damn, COVID really fucked with my throat. Oh, dude. And and when you work with your throat, <laughs> and I'll get to some more of that in a minute. When you work with your throat, and you can't work, I felt like Job of the Fucking Hut just sitting on my couch watching shit because all I could do was vocal rest and watching TV and just resting in general because the people that I was talking to that actually had COVID, they had a lot of, of just being tired and, and no energy whatsoever. Their voices were messed up for a while, but then I turned the corner the other day with my voice and it, and at least it's better now there's still a little coffee phlegm oh, i hate that but you know it it's back <coughs> so i'm i'm glad about that and 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 the reason i brought up voice actors is that i have to shout out two of them one of them one of them is mandy and she started listening to us as well as Jen G. What is up, Jen G? You are awesome. So are you, Mandy. I met them both at a convention oh. or a conference for voiceover people. Hello, hello. Which may or may not be where I caught the COVID. Oh. So it, it's either one of three places. It was either at the conference, it was either on the plane coming back, or it was someplace else I went. And I and so contract contact tracing for me is out of the window. Hmm. But um, but today I found out that both of them have started listening to the show. Oh, cool. And I just wanted to say to Jen G and to Mandy, thank you so much for listening. It is a pleasure meeting both of you. And you guys are rock stars in my book. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And so are the rest of our listeners. Yes. All of you, all 20, now six of you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. One of these days we will hit 30 Maybe. and that will be an amazing thing. We might start giveaways at 30. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> we got we to get... be profitable to be able to get the gifts to give away. Well, I, I might like find yard sale material to give away. Maybe, like, maybe I could do what, You know, we're going to clean out the garage soon, so maybe there will be some patty treasure that yeah. I could give away. <laughs> Why is Bill giving away this Star Wars miniature lunchbox? Because we're getting rid of it. Anyway. Yeah. Why is Patty giving away a. a rock band guitar because I don't play the game anymore. 
Rock Band was cool. It was a fun game, but I've got the drums and the guitar, and I don't have the Xbox to play it on. I I gave up. I just bashed my microphone. What are you doing? I was going to drink some water. Uh, I wish that water was a sponsor. I do, too. Because I would love to get, like, gobs and gobs of that water. All right, people. We got to mobilize the Watchlist Army here. We need each and every one of our listeners to get two people to at least listen to our podcast once. Please? Please? Please. Okay. All right. Joe Rogan doesn't fucking beg that fucker. Anyway, so I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just oh, always have to rail on Joe Rogan. We hate him. Um, he sucks. So yeah. he does suck. He sucks such ass. Anyway, I have got two and a half things. Oh, I have four. What? How'd you yeah. come up with four before it was like two? And I might add on something because Dwight. Because I was looking for the one thing that Dwight made me watch and fell asleep during. And that's when I found the other thing he made me watch, but he stayed awake through it. <laughs> and so that's how I ended up with four. The two uh, things I remembered watching and the two other things that he made me watch that I was like, oh, yeah, right. They're all fun things and they'll go pretty quick. All right. Well, why don't you start with your fun things and then we'll ping pong and okay. stuff like that there. Okay. So the the first thing I have I found on Disney Plus. It's in their Nat Geo area. It is a docu-series with six episodes. It's called The 80s Top 10. Oh. It's hosted by Rob Lowe. This might be a little older than I think it might be an older thing that I didn't know existed cuz who watches the National Geographic channel? I really didn't much. Uh, but this is a fun thing. It's got six episodes, um, and they each go over uh, just stuff from the 80s and these different categories, streetwear, TV shows, commercials, fast oh, food. Wow. Um, they have water cooler moments, like Who Shot JR and Baby Jessica. And then there's episodes on gadgets and toys. So if you grew up in the 80s, you're going to love this because it's all nostalgia 80s stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, Rob Lowe hosts it. And then they have interviews with random celebrity-ish people that you may or may not have heard of. Oh, that's cool. Meatloaf is one of the ones they talk to. Uh, Tiffany. Oh, then it's got to be old because Meatloaf is. Yeah, that's what I think. I was thinking it. It's not that new, because they talked to Meatloaf. Um, he he did one little blip and something. Um, and tip, tip that Tiffany Saved by the Bell, Tiffany girl, Amber Thiessen or whatever. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah. yeah, she. They talked to her about acid wash <laughs> jeans. Oh man, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh, me and my friend Jeff were so trying to make our jeans look cool. Like, do we? How do we do this? And we couldn't remember the difference between bleach and starch. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Like, what is bleach? I don't know. What's starch? I don't know. <laughs> and 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 so it, it the experiment didn't work. Clearly. We eventually realized it was bleach. Yeah. But but we 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 fell very short of making anything cool for our jeans. But anyway, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that's uh, the first thing I watched. It was just a lot of fun, and very entertaining. There's not a whole lot to say about it other than '80s nostalgia, and you got to watch the show because they do it way better. That's they awesome. Have video and stuff to show. That reminds me back um, um, MTV or was it V? No, it was VH1. They used to do I Love the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And then they did I Love the 90s. Mm-hmm. And those were so cool. All of those episodes were awesome. At CNN had like a an 80s and 90s kind of a thing with like the news headlines and stuff. And again, another indicator that we're watch. getting old. They yeah. because because they realize that we are now the 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 money having demographic to whom they are trying to appeal. Yeah. I just can't fucking wait 
for young people to start hearing their shit on all these radio stations. They're going to have a cow. They're going to have the same cow I had when I started hearing Billy Joel on fucking oldies radio station. But anyway, yeah. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> all right. So the so the first thing that I have is is truly fluff and utter, and mm-hmm. it is, I, I we realize that season three of Making the Cut on Amazon Prime dropped, and Making the Cut is the Heidi Klum Tim Gunn, um, oh, project the, the runway project that's runway. elevated, Nine. but it's elevated, and I and I was talking with Laura about this, and and it finally dawned on me for some reason. Or maybe I just forgot that the people who are on Project Runway don't yet have a brand. They are just designers who look forward to having a brand in a store. Yes. On people, people on making the cut already have a brand, already have a store. They are just trying to go worldwide. Oh, okay. So these people on making the cut have already designed for celebrities. And who and have stores in L.A., Paris, wherever the fuck they're from. So it, it's just such a posh show. And it's just it makes you feel all ritzy, glitzy and glamorous and all that other sort of shit. And then I realize how not fashion forward I have become, especially <laughs> I... with the fucking pandemic. <laughs> I dress like shit. I have T-shirts. I have spandexy jeans and things. God, they put spandex in men's jeans. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's what I got, too. Ah. I was going to uh, something, and I needed something a little dressier, and I didn't have anything. So I had oh. to go yeah. try and buy something the day before. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that was... Well, that it never so works out if if you have to buy it the day before. I got a wedding to go to in in two weeks. Something that that I'm I'm very much looking forward to because I love the couple getting married and I love who's going to be there. And it's a wedding. It's not one of those weddings where you don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to know a vast amount of people okay. who are going to be there, which is going to be fun. But I'm also now deathly afraid of getting COVID again. Oh yeah. So I am going to keep my hugging and handshaking and dancing to a <laughs> minimum. I can't remember what it was I was going to, where I needed something dressier now. <sighs> Shit. Man, that well, doesn't matter. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And so a boss lady was telling me about, uh, uh, we don't need to talk about it because they're not paying for us. So. Anyway, yeah, so. <laughs> Again, trolling for sponsors. Yeah, we we going to be off the rails, so we're just moving forward All right. now. All right, just moving forward. So if you're into fashion shows, Making the Cut, season three is dropped on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's just some good escapist shit, you know. All right. Fun. Uh, the next thing I have is a super fun uh, animated feature that's on Apple TV Plus. Oh. This is called Luck. Okay. Yeah, Luck. Um, it's about a clumsy, orphaned 18-year-old girl. Uh, she's got really bad, terrible luck. She oh, finds I've seen the previews this... for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. She finds a lucky penny, and of course, she loses it. And that starts her journey to the land of luck. She follows after this black black cat named Bob, who is voiced by Simon Pegg. Uh, She meets leprechauns, a dragon, more cats, rabbits, uh, and she learns that there's a land of bad luck as well as the good luck. And it's just goofy. And it's really fun. It's super cute. Awesome. It's Yeah. It's super cute. And how, you know, she's an orphan, but she's made her own family. And... Yeah, oh, it's just I love it. It's got Simon Pegg does a voice, uh, Jane Fonda, Whoopi Goldberg, and John Ratzenberger all do voices in this. Oh, cool! Yeah. And it's, where is it again? It's on Apple TV Plus, and it's adorable and nice, highly entertaining. Well, and now on the complete opposite animation scale, I checked out the new Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> oh. 
on Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah, so a while ago, I mentioned on the show that Paramount Plus, and shout out to Suzanne. What's up, Suzanne? Hey. Uh, uh, I mentioned a while ago that I had started watching on Paramount Plus all the old shit. Ah, okay. Like the original season of The Real World, and I and because oh, wow. I used to love Real World season one. Oh my god, I was. I addicted never saw to it. season one. I saw oh, I, so the first good. season I saw was New Orleans, uh, and then I tried to watch Chicago. Yeah, I couldn't do that one. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was all well, the real and, world I could handle. And then when I tried to watch Real World again, it was just dated to me. I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. I didn't want to go back through all of the like homophobia. I didn't want to go oh, through God. all of that that yeah. dreck again. You know, all that shit. But then one of the shows that I that I wanted to watch again was Beavis and Butthead because I loved Beavis and Butthead. And why? Because it, it's stupid. Yeah. And the whole point of it is that it is stupid. And <laughs> and and, and I, and they used to amuse me so much that I gave this new Beavis and Butthead. They are producing new Beavis and Butthead episodes. Huh. So the whole theme of this show is, you know, you're getting old when, mm-hmm. and and I and I know that I'm getting old when I recognize that twenty year old Bill, because this came on in like 1990, 1991, yeah, when I was you know twenty, twenty one years old when it was funny as shit to me is, is not as humorous as it was, even though I recognize that it's supposed to be, but I will say this in the first episode. And, and I don't know if you know the format of Beavis and Butthead. I never actually watched Beavis and Butthead. All right. So on Beavis and Butthead, there are usually two animated short stories featuring Beavis and Butthead. They watch a music video that they make fun of, and then they might do some other interstitial. I got to tell you that the interstitial thing made me crack up. And it was a reaction video to someone like a like a like a girl and her mom. When they open the email for a college acceptance letter. And, and I think it's to Princeton or something like that, a real highfalutin mm-hmm. school. So Thanks. they're screaming and their screaming freaks out Beavis and Butthead. So they <laughs> actually start screaming. And it, and to me, that was hilarious. Hmm. So do I recommend Beavis and Butthead? If you could go back in the Wayback Machine and anybody who is of our age knows what the Wayback Machine actually is. <laughs> if you could actually go back in time and become your 20 year old self, you might find this amusing. I, you know what? I can't, I can't shit on it because it, it amused me. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Would I turn it on? Yeah, maybe. And if I, and if I honestly say, yeah, maybe, which is very different from the last thing that I'm going to review because I turned that shit off. No. Um, if I'm saying maybe to Beavis and Butthead, you know what? If you feel nostalgic or you want to watch something stupid and animated and irreverent there you go beavis and butthead on paramount plus Mm, interesting uh the next one i have is a movie that's on netflix this is an indian american rom-com about asha she is an economist working in microfinance Uh, she broke off her engagement before the show started and left her big Wall Street banking career job behind because she's going to work at this microfinance startup. Her mother and is just feels that her, her daughter is just going nowhere. And she creates and that this daughter needs to be married because a girl ain't nothing without a man. So her mother creates a dating profile for her online. And through that, she meets Ravi, whose mother also created an online dating profile for him because culturally, that's what happens. And Ah. on their their date, she's like, this is going nowhere because 
I'm just not interested. I, I don't want to date anybody. I'm not looking to date anybody. My mother made that profile. Your mother probably made your profile too, right? He's like, yeah. Well, she makes a deal with Ravi because it's wedding season now that they're going to pretend date during wedding season, go to all the move, the weddings they're both invited to so that all the aunties there don't meddle in their lives and try and harass them with hooking them up with people. But of course, as you do in a rom-com, they grow closer and discover they're not really pretending. You know where it's going to go, but it was such a cute, fun movie. And it's yeah. all in English because it's an American movie. It just, it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. Dwight made me watch this and I was like, okay, um, I, I will accept this because this was a very entertaining, fun romance comedy that, I mean, everybody will like it. Really. That, see, that's awesome. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's called Wedding Season and it's on Netflix. Gotcha. Well, it's funny how we keep ping-ponging like this. Yes, indeed. Because the last thing that I have is also on Netflix, and it's oh. terrible. Oh. Um, well, all right. You be the judge. Okay. It's called Echoes. I started that up and then had to turn it off for some reason. I forget exactly why. And Echoes just happened to drop on August 19th, so it's freshy, fresh, fresh. And it stars Michelle Monaghan and Matt Bomber in a story of identical twin sisters, Lenny and Gina, who decide to swap lives. However, there are dire consequences when one of the twins goes missing, <gasps> causing both of their lives to rapidly fall apart. Oh, no. Because all twins trade lives. Oh, my God. All right. So back in the 80s, there was a movie that starred, um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Oh, hang on one second. I know this off the top of my head. Hang well, on. I know there was a Sarah Michelle Geller series at some point after Buffy, obviously, where she played uh, twins who I think they did the same damn thing. Well, the, the movie that I'm thinking about is called Dead Ringers, and it starred Jeremy Irons. It came out in 88. And ever since then, if ever you see the word twins <laughs> next to or in the same sentence as the word drama, you know shit's going to go bad. Oh, yeah. You know shit's going to go bad. And you know shit's going to go bad because of the twins. Right. So get this. Mm -hmm. This starts out because the twins every year on their birthday have orchestrated a trip by themselves away to some remote place away from spouses, daughters, their lives. Because every year they trade lives for a year. So, so they don't just do it for a day to fuck with people. They don't do it for a week to see if anybody would ever notice. They have been doing this for years every year on their birthday. So one lives one life for a year and the other lives the other life for a year and then they switch. And so the way that they can keep like husbands or whatever, too. Yes. But this is yes. what now. Now, wait, the shenanigans don't stop there. The way that they keep up with each other is through this online diary that is so detailed so that they can know the ins and outs of what's going on. So when the opposite twin steps back into that life, she can just kind of pick up. Oh, my God. That is some twisted, dark shit. That right is here. some fucked up shit. So what, what had happened was one of these twins goes missing. As they do. As they do. And so the other twin has to figure out what happened to the other sister because they realize that their secret could fall apart. Well, then. duh. <laughs> and and we're, Laura and I are looking at each other like, this is some convoluted bullshit. Yeah. And it tries to be one of those, those slick, thriller, weird, I don't even know how to put it. 
This is a movie, but right? It's not a series. This, no, this is a series. Oh, jeez. This is a this so you is a series. Sit multiple episodes to even get an idea of right, which have, oh, which we that. did not do. Yeah, no. And we did not do that because it was silly. There are seven episodes of this, and there may be a season two. Oh God, why, why? Oh, of all of this. So we and, can watch them so, swap again. I mean, right? And, and I'm just, so we turned it off. We absolutely turned it off after after about forty minutes. I'm just thinking of you know. Actually, no, we turned it off after the first episode. And the first children. Episode. I mean, how would the spouse feel if they knew this shit was going on? Oh, but that gets that gets answered in episode seven, by the way. Oh, you got to go through the whole damn thing. Jesus. Ah, but we didn't. I read ahead. I oh, read ahead. You. I read the synopsis of everything because I am not wasting another minute <laughs> of my life on Echoes. But you did by reading the synopsis. Well, I, okay, but reading the synopsis for five minutes and trying to understand the synopsis. When I'm ah, sitting there okay. trying to understand the synopsis of this fucking show. Uh-oh you realize that oh. your life would be completely wasted. Seven hours of your life would be wasted if you watched it. So we only wasted about 55 minutes on this. If you are into convoluted, sick, twisted, weird games like this, then Echoes may be the show for you. <laughs> if you're a sensible fucking human being, who doesn't want to slog through a show where you look at, at Michelle Monaghan's character and, and, and think you really need to be in a psych ward. Yeah. Then stay away from this. It is just one of those shows where we, and there's this really weird scene too, where Michelle Monaghan and her sister are kind of exploring each other's bodies and it's weird. And and we thought for our I thought for a moment, okay, you're trying to go over her body to figure out if there's a cut that you need to do or yeah. a blemish that you need to explain. No, they were touching each other kind of psychosexually. It was weird. Incestual. And then then I was out. Then I was out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that just takes a special kind of kink that yeah. that I just don't want to sit through. And and so, Echoes on Netflix, no. All right. All right. My last thing is also on Netflix, and it's a yeah. Uh, this is a movie called Don't Blame Karma. It's a Mexican okay. film, but it is dubbed into English for those who want to hear it in English. And it's about a fashion designer named Sara. She believes that her younger sister, Lucy, cursed her with bad luck when they were children. And every decision she's ever made since then has been based on this belief that she has been cursed by her younger sister. During her teenage years, Sarah fell in love with her best friend, who was a guy named Aaron. And he was in, like, a band during teenage school years. And uh, but he ended up moving away and they lost touch because she's got terrible luck. And many years later, little sister Lucy, who has always gotten all the attention, she becomes this famous model and she announces to her family that she's gotten engaged to this famous rock star. Well, the next morning, Sarah meets this fiance who just happens to be that childhood best friend Aaron and her very first love so it sounds like it's really this sad dramatic thing because mom and dad have some issues with their relationship but really it this is a funny and a light-hearted comedy um, Lucy is Sarah's biggest cheerleader and just wants nothing but the best for her older sister and she wants her to she knows that she's a talented fashion designer and can be really really big with and do well with it if she just try and not give up all the time and it's it's a little bit romance and it's a little bit sister relationship movie and it's a lot of fun 
and yeah, it is kind of predictable, but it is highly entertaining. I really liked it. And the lead girl, Sara, is played by Aislinn Derbez, who just happens to be the daughter of Eugenio Derbez, who did that Overboard remake and How to Be a Latin Lover. And he was yeah, the music yeah, teacher yeah. in CODA. He's incredibly yeah. popular Mexican actor. Uh, yeah, she's the daughter of his daughter, which I, I didn't know until I was looking it up just this evening. And I'm like, he's got a daughter that's that old? How old is that guy? Huh. Who knew? But yeah, it was just a fun, fun movie on Netflix. It's called Don't Blame Karma. Gotcha. And you should watch it because it was a lot of fun. Okay. So for the first time in a long time, we have news. News! So thanks as always to you and Dave. Shout out to Dave. What's yo, up, yo, Dave? Dave? Yo, 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 Dave. So he and I were back and forthing for a minute <laughs> of, okay, so Avatar is getting re-released in movie theaters. Yeah. In a 4K version with high dynamic range and all that other sort of shit. Yeah. And... And he and I, and he's, and his text to me was, we still haven't even gotten true lies in <laughs> Blu-ray quality, right. which is absolutely true. I have, D I have true lies on DVD. Mm. I used to have the laser disc for it, but you know, yeah. and I, and I said to him, you know, that's because Avatar's got four sequels coming out. The first of which hits later on. And four sequels? Yeah. How old is Avatar? Avatar? That came out like Avatar's forever Avatar's at least ago. 10 years old, yeah. At least 10 years old. Anyway, so there's that. Avatar is coming back out in theaters for those who missed Pandora. I I don't miss Pandora. Why? Because I listen to it all the time for my musical <laughs> selection. No, I'm just fucking kidding. Um, but no, I don't miss the movie at all. I was never a big fan of it. I actually saw it twice, and I saw it twice because the first time was not in 3D, and then they said, you have to see this movie in 3D because it's so stunning, and I'm like, fuck, my eyes hurt after a while. Yeah. So I have I have left Pandora, and I, I couldn't give a shit about any of the sequels, but anyway, so Avatar is coming back out in theaters. Mm. Uh, the next thing, and this is the biggest news, and I'm very happy about this. Mm -hmm. So very much like Halloween Kills, yes, Halloween Ends is going to debut simultaneously in theaters and on Peacock. Oh, nice. And I'll, I'll tell you this. Peacock is actually moving up in the ranks for me mm. in terms of content and how they do stuff. Mm. And, and I, I don't... You know, are they in HBO Max yet? Well, actually, I don't think HBO Max is now yeah, HBO, HBO Max, Max anymore. Yeah, HBO Max isn't going to be HBO Max for very long. Um, but, you know, is it Disney Plus to me? No. But at least they have in their minds, hey, this could actually drive some subscriptions as well as drive people to the theater. I think that they are forward thinking with this. Not to mention, as soon as I wake up on whatever release date this is, um, October the 14th, I'm going to watch the fuck out of it at 9 o'clock in the morning. All right. And I'm going to love it. And I cannot wait for it. Cool. Yep. And then the last thing that I have is that Warner Brothers has delayed the release of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom and... They're delaying certain films in 2020 th to 2023 because they don't have enough cash to release two major films this year. You need money to release the movie that's already made? Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. you, you really do, because if you don't have at least 40 or $50 million to promote that fucker... Uh... Well, Aquaman, you know that... how, do they really need that much to promote yes. Aquaman? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you release you do. it and then Aquaman. Yeah, you do. Everybody's already waiting for that shit. No, not everybody. Well, the people and who quite... would go see it in the first place are waiting for it. 
uh, okay, and that's fine. But then how do you get the casual moviegoer? You get them with advertising. Prints and advertising is never going to go away. The I print know, part may Just be gone. Thinking, you know, it's Aquaman. Now, back when you and I were working in the movie business and mm-hmm. you were doing all of the ads in the, in the newspapers yeah. and all that other sort of stuff, when the actual movie section of the paper was multiple pages with multiple sizes. It was of, like an actual of, section. It was an actual section and you <laughs> yeah. could see all of the artwork and it was beautiful and, and the big movie was in color and all that. And it was exciting. I actually still have some of that in storage for some of the promotions I used to do. Mm. You know, and then they actually used to have heavy ass cans that had the actual 35 millimeter prints go to theaters. But you still need to print the movie posters and do commercials oh, well, yeah. and on okay. all that stuff. Because if you don't, uh, um, even a movie like Aquaman could come and go and nobody would know that it was out. Okay. So I I get why but what I don't get and I'm and and maybe Dave can shed some light on this <clears throat> is they should have planned for that. You know, yeah. even if I you mean, go hello. into the red a little bit, you have this slate of big ass movies coming out. You have Black Adam coming out. Aquaman and the Last Kingdom and the Lost Kingdom and another couple of more out there. You've got to release these things. And it's not our fucking fault that The Flash has Ezra Miller's weird ass, you know, going to jail and getting busted for robbery and all that stuff. So your $200 million movie that's coming out yonder is in trouble already. That's not our fault. Yeah, And then you have an actress who was in Batgirl begging the studio to release Batgirl. They are all kinds of fucked up over there. When they're making the film and all that, did they not already budget this money to for release? You'd think that'd be the whole big picture budget. That's what you would think. I mean, I would think probably separate spreadsheets. I've paid all the actors... I've got the, the, the crew, we've filmed this thing onto phase two of our project. We've already slotted the money into that slot for the release, making the posters and all the other paraphernalia, all that. And you, yeah, why, why? You would think. And it's, and it's not our fault either that the Matrix Reborn or whatever the fuck it was called sucked. Yeah, it's not our that. fault that you're, you know, it's 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 not our fault that most of your slate of movies last year were were pretty bad or mediocre. Mm. So that the money that you would use from that, you know, to funnel through to all of this just doesn't work. And you go through this weird merger. Well, anyway, I'm I'm digressing. But anywho, that's why. I'm I'm really glad that there are streaming services now. Yeah. So that I can find other shit to watch in the yeah. meantime. So that's that's the news I've got right now. You know, and well, and I would love well, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I heard that HBO Max has canceled and they're removing a a big pile of Cartoon Network stuff from HBO Max. I don't have a list or any further details other than they've done this and a lot of the creators of these shows were on Twitter complaining about it. Of course, because they I mean, get money for streaming. They get money for well, views. But I mean, but and well, cuz Cartoon Network made this exclusive deal with HBO Max to carry all yeah. those. And now that yeah. HBO Max, Warner Brothers whatever, they're like we're removing them. Well, they had this exclusive contract. So now what happens? Well, because then they would be in breach of Warner contract. Brother, well, uh, maybe. I don't I would have to read the deal of the contract to know. All right, what Warner happens. Brothers, somebody forward us a copy roll, of this deal. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't automatically <laughs> roll back to Cartoon Network, maybe, you know, it, I guess. So But there has to be a continu yeah. it, Okay, not that not that, you know, 
I may not be a lawyer, but I've watched a lot of lawyering movies. Yeah. So I object. But I would think that there would be a clause in there somewhere to say that if Warner Brothers stops streaming this for any such reason, then the party of the second part would be able to go elsewhere to find a venue for their shit. Yeah, you would think. Or or maybe there is a clause in there, Section 5, AAA.33B, <laughs> that says you guys are going to get paid no matter what a flat fee because we bought these shows for a certain amount of time. And so if they've already been paid for that certain amount of time, if that carries them through 2024, they'll just have to sit and wait. Yeah. Uh, but again. So, so here, uh, Julia Pont, she's the creator of the animated show Summer Camp Island. She said on Twitter on August 17th, we worked for five years to make 100 episodes of animation. We worked late into the night. We let ourselves go. We were a family of hardworking artists who wanted to make something beautiful, and HBO Max just pulled them all like we were nothing. Animation wow. is not nothing. Wow. That's um, And that's just one of the many tweets. Um, right. Yeah. There's somebody Which is what I was saying in the last episode of, you know, it's not the celebrities. The celebrities will be all right. It's all the people behind the scenes, everybody making the entertainment that you're actually doing that suffer when decisions like this are made. Yeah. So 36 titles were uh, removed. Jesus. This week. That, that was this week. They are going to have to come out eventually they are going to have to come out from under their rock and explain all of this. Cause right now that old adage of, of bad PR is, you know, there's no such thing as bad PR. That's bad. Yeah. Cause now um, you just look like a, nothing but a big fucking bad conglomerate. Yeah. Well, and also HBO max is now offering heavy discounts of over 40% on annual membership plans until October. So now you can watch with ads for $9.99. No or you shit. You can do ad-free for $14.99, but you'll save if you pay for the full year. Um, you With ads would be $69.99, or ad-free is $104.99 for that first year. Well, yeah, exactly, for the first year. Mm-hmm. So wait, so what is it per month? If you ad pay free? monthly ad free, if you're paying monthly it's 14.99. Yeah. It was 10, wasn't it? I feel like I've always paid $15. Well, and I get it because I, you know, have AT&T. So that is the one service That's probably, yeah. that I have that I don't pay for. And so I am assuming that it will continue to be the ad-free version. But if that changes, I would seriously consider dropping HBO Max. And and I just don't like how they're doing business. These I, days. I don't like how it's how because of this merger, the whole thing is seems to be going to shit. Right. This whole merger is turning everything to shit and they're just pulling the plug here and there and everywhere. Yeah. And it's just, and what, it's almost I'm... as if they're, they're just trying to write the ship by plugging all of the holes in it when there maybe weren't holes. I don't know. Right. But any, yeah, uh, yeah. so, so do us a favor, people. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on that contact us button, or engage with us on your socials at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol Pirate Alice. Any one of those will do. Do you subscribe to HBO Max? If so, does all of this news going on in the Warner Brothers HBO Max verse Discovery affect your uh, Discovery, and Discovery Plus yeah. <laughs> and Discovery. Does all of this affect your want to keep HBO Max? 
Are you happy with it as a streaming service? Do you care? Do you not care? Because there are some shows like Minx is on HBO Max, and I loved Minx. You know, season one was done earlier this year, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I love that show. Yeah, they got a lot of the um, the British stuff, too. Like, the original series Ghosts was fabulous. Um, and just, uh, they have the Doctor Who as well on HBO Max. Yeah, they got Doctor Who. Yeah. So would you, you know, is that just so high up there in the stratosphere that you don't care? Or do you care enough about what they're doing to content creators and what they're doing to their slate to say, you know what? I think I might just defect over to Disney Plus for a while. Let us know. I'd be very interested to find out. Or any other service. I mean, maybe actually pay for <sighs> Take gajillion. that $15 and buy Peacock or AMC Plus. Or, right, uh, right. You know, oh, yeah, them. and that's the other thing. That's the other piece of news, too. Oh? This Movie Pass thing oh, is yeah, coming movie back. Pa- movie Pass is coming back, yeah. Movie Pass is coming back. Nobody knows how it's going to come back <laughs> yet. I know the card will be black. Which is that's what that's I know. always well, I said, great well, because, to know. Well, the other card was red, so they were in the red. If you get what I mean there, yeah. So the new card is black because they're going to be in the black, apparently. Well, and that, and for those of you who don't know, Movie Pass was this thing where you would pay what was it, ten bucks a month or something? It was something something really cheap, yeah. It was something really cheap. You paid like ten dollars a month, and you went to your local theater, and you could see as many movies as you wanted. And the idea of it was great. Until theater chains realized we're not making any fucking money off of this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Little little COVID gurgle there. But, you know, chains started realizing we're not making any fucking money off of this. So chains like AMC and all that other sort of stuff set up their own thing, like AMC the Stubbs card. Didn't also MoviePass Hmm. themselves realize they weren't making money? Yes. They're, they yes, were the they ones did. that making money. Yeah. So and they so they went away and that's when a- AMC and the others made their their own cards. Right. And st- the Stubbs program is actually pretty cool. You know, for whatever subscription that is per month, you get 3 movies a week or something like that. Oh, that's yeah. It's actually pretty decent. However, mm-hmm. especially since COVID, mm. There aren't as many movies coming out. Yeah. And the stuff that is coming out may not be the best that's coming out. Does it also give you, like, concessions, discounts or something? I think it does. Uh, Either that that or you could pre-order your concessions and have them ready, brought Mm. to you. I don't know. I know the Regal. Oh, no, 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 no. You you do get get money towards your concession. Yes. Regal, it's like you build points towards discounts on things. And you could choose. Yes. Where you know to use the points this week that you've earned from past purchases for a, a a free small drink, and then you just pay a little extra to make it bigger if you want a medium right. or the popcorn, the and same AM- thing, and all that kind of stuff. And AMC was the same way. You had points there too. Okay. And I actually had twenty or thirty dollars worth of points banked oh. before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they extended it so you could use your points. In a year and a half, oh, well, nice. I didn't, and and then all the points went away. Oh, and that sucks. I pissed them away, though. <laughs> that was that was on me. Okay. Because I didn't start going back to movies for quite some time. But you know, still, it sucks that you yeah. lost them. Well, yeah, it it does, and and in this day and age, when when so many things are being nickeled and dimed, mm. because this whole new HBO Max thing where they now have tiers where you can get commercials or not. That seems to be the way that everybody is going to go. Yeah. yeah, An ad tier or a, or a, or a commercial free tier. Okay, fine. But if I have those options, I don't necessarily need to go to the movies because they will eventually end up on some streaming service anyway. 
That being said, I'm super excited because Top Gun Maverick just started streaming digitally. Oh. You can buy it. You can't rent it. You can buy it now. Okay. But I'll tell you what, and, and I know who's driving this. Tom Cruise himself is is driving this. Mm-hmm. You, The movie itself is not going to be released on a physical disc or be available for rental rental until November. For Christmas So technically... Time. For yeah. Christmas time, but right now you can you can buy a digital copy of it, mm-hmm. or you can still see it in a movie theater. And oh. it is now the sixth highest grossing movie of all time. Nice, cool. That movie alone was the reason to go back to movie theaters this year. Mm-hmm. But there aren't movies that reach that caliber. No, no. And and that's what that's where the that's the disconnect. Hmm. And they're making all these cinematic things for streaming on TV. So I'm kind of like, even Movie Pass, if they do come back, and you know, it's a card for all this. Am I going to go to the movies three times a week? I I didn't. No matter with with or without a card, no, because there aren't enough movies I want to see at a theater. Right. right, and there are not enough are. movies that I want to see again. Uh, like that. Yeah, <laughs> so so short story long, that's happening also, people, if you care. Yeah. But I, I, am, I still really need to go through all of our streaming services and cut two of them. We subscribed to way too much. Which is going to drive me to do something for next week. Mm-hmm. I am going to watch only one streaming services stuff for next week. And I'm going to see if it's worth it. Which one? Paramount Plus or something like that. So I think I will do that and see if it's worth keeping. I think there are little gems here and there on all of these platforms that people can find. Yeah. And say, oh, my God, that was so good. I'm glad that I watched blank. But is blank, are there enough blanks right. to keep you subscribed to the channel? Well, yeah, that's like when I had Discovery Plus for free. I only watched like a couple of documentaries that you could only get there. The LuLaRoe one and the one, the Selma Blair and I yeah. didn't want, there was nothing oh, yeah. else so. wa- worth watching on there. Nothing else. Uh, Dwight watched some of his shows that he likes to watch, the the gold miner guys and uh, some other horrible reality shit they have. But I don't watch any of that. And when it went away, I didn't know that I that the free subscription ran out. I had no idea until Dwight's like, hey, what happened to it? And I'm like, oh. Uh, maybe the free however many months is up. And he's like, oh, wait, do you want that one? Should we subscribe to that one? He's like, nah, nah. I'm like, okay. But I did get an email from Verizon that my AMC Plus is about to expire. So I think I will dig around on that to see if it's worth paying for. Yeah. Have you watched Tales of the Walking Dead? I have not watched any Walking Dead in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, the, but the tales of The Walking Dead seem like short little one-off stories oh. that I might want to watch. Well, I have there's one Plus where for a little while still, so maybe I will watch maybe. it. Maybe. And there's... Because there's one that features the actress Parker Posey. I think it's Parker oh, Posey. Okay. And she gives herself up to a zombie. And she says, okay, just get this over with. And she reveals her neck and the zombie bites her. And I want to know why she gives herself up like that. Because she's old and tired of running. That's why I would do it. (laughs) Uh, See, all right. The last thing we'll discuss on this show this week. Uh Uh-huh. Here's, okay, people. here Here it is. Would you want to survive the zombie apocalypse? Right out of the gate, any of those apocalypse shows, whether it's A Quiet Place, uh, um, The Walking Dead, 
a disaster movie, right out of the gate, you're still able to go loot stores to get bags of chips, cans of tuna, whatever it is. And you could survive okay for a little while. But after a few years of this, when you're afraid to walk down the street at night because that's when the walkers come out mostly. And there's no more toilet paper. And there's, well. Well, because, you know, after a while, nobody's making it. Yeah, but there was no toilet paper back in the 1400s either. But Those I didn't live during the I didn't live during the 1400s. I lived during the age of toilet paper. So I get that. No, I, true. Yeah. But you can't get bananas right. unless you live in a banana land. All right. So there you go. So would you want to live without basic amenities? And you're always still having to fight for fresh water because God knows where that's going to be. Because I'm sure that after a while, facilities that pumped fresh water are going to go bye-bye because infrastructure is going to go away. And dead things might be flowing in that river. Right. And you don't want to drink that because, you know, we found out through horribleness that that can affect you. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to get your food and all of that stuff? But would you want to live... Or do you subscribe to Patty's view of, I'm just tired of fucking running. I'm going to end it. And if you end it, are you going to want to become a zombie? Zombie Patty? Zombie Patty well, with the tattoos? I, I mean, if I'm dead, what do I care? I, I wouldn't know if I'm a zombie or not because I'm dead. Unless I know somehow the people who become zombies are conscious of the fact that they are zombies then I would rather just not be alive. See, I think they jettisoned that idea back in season one. Back in season one, if you remember The Walking Dead, and just talking only of The Walking Dead right mm -hmm. now, not the George A. Romero movies, not any you other know, comedy thing. Any other zombie thing. Yeah. But they started to explore memory in the first season of The Walking Dead. And when Rick, the cop, escapes out of the hospital and he's walking down the street and he's at this gas station, I think, there's a little zombie girl who stops to pick up her stuffed rabbit. Okay. Like she pick, she literally stops to pick up a stuffed toy. And that's a very childlike thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the episode where Rick runs into another person who's alive with his son. Oh, yeah. They board themselves up at night. And what rips them apart is that the wife, the mother, always walks by the house and looks in as if there is a recollection of even as a zombie, she needs to be here. Mm -hmm. But it, that is a thing that they got rid of. Yeah, yeah. And then when they got to Woodbury, the, 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 the sheriff or whatever the fuck his name was, um, was experimenting to see if there was memory okay. in a zombie based on freshness and all that other sort of stuff. I don't, I, I uh, first of all, I think it would be hell on earth, literally, if you were a zombie and remembered who the fuck you were. Yeah. That's why I'd be like, Because that would suck. Me. Just shoot me. In that, would, that would suck. I would have to find some ray of hope somewhere. And they were always trying to get to the CDC in, in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And then they realized, oh, shit, well, this place is just as fucked and, yeah. and all that. If I could find a place that was big enough, like the prison, when they were at the prison for that season. Mm hmm where they could wall it off, you could have a garden and make your food, be relatively safe, and I'm sure they they had a source of water or something, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm willing to issue the toilet paper for the safety of a community. Yeah. If, th if I could live there, then all right. I just don't know if I would want to wander around the world and try to find some alcove to sleep in and hope that, God, that a zombie didn't smell me and eat me in the middle of the night. Right, yeah, yeah. 
But anyhow, which is probably why The Walking Dead is finally fucking coming to a close because it's just bleak and dire and all that other sort of shit. Yeah. All right. I'd just be willing. I just would want to know what people would would do. Because <laughs> that, uh, that's fucked up. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's all we got this week, people. Remember, engage with us on the social medias. At symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Catch up on all of our back episodes at thewatchlistpod.com. And if you listen on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We love you. We love you all, and thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it, especially our listeners overseas. Yes, absolutely. We appreciate all of you. We do. We appreciate all of you. All right. Time to go watch more stuff. Yeah, I got more stuff to watch for sure. And and hope it doesn't suck. Is it? Do I really want to? FOMO, man. FOMO. But then again, how much money could we save a year by just not caring? Exactly. Uh, A debate for another show. Okay. Talk to everybody later. We'll see you next time. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye.